0: Good morning beloved. Good morning. All the backseaters want to come ahead. So our website is belovedchurch.in Go on the website, we have it ready. You can download all the Sanchib books we have in Tamil, I think there's French also, Kannada, a couple of uh, different languages and you can download it on your phone and you can read it. Okay. Um, I wanted to begin with something, but I think I'm going to begin with that next week. I have a lot of verses. I may not read all of that. Okay, I'll just flow how the Lord is leading. Um, So anyone knows what we are doing? What have we been listening to for this past couple of weeks? The blood. Hebron started it with the blood. Okay, the blood of Christ. Everything, what happens when you are sick? First thing, what the doctors do. Whether it's even related with your hair. If your hair is falling, imagine until you test the blood. What does the hair got to do with the blood? If the kidney is not working well, go to the blood. Sugar problem, go to the blood. Heart problem, go to the blood. Father had this, you might have this. What do they do first? Check the blood. Because the Bible says the life of the flesh, is in the blood. So all the disorder, everything the doctors can tell from where? From the blood. That's why Jesus had to shed his blood to bring in order in your lives. So that now whose blood are we looking at? Not Adam's blood. The second blood, the second Adam. His blood. And his blood is perfect. And so in every area of your life, you can expect to see order coming in. Here the first message of the year that we put up. I don't recollect the name of it, but it was the first Sunday service of the year, where I talk in about order, okay, and I'm, so I'm going to go bring that whole thing again uh, to you. I don't know how many of y'all read the testimonies on the Oneness group, do y'all read the testimonies? All of y'all? So I was really excited to see Rishi is in Dubai, we've got SLS's beloved opened in different parts of the world now, uh, also different parts of India, and so I like to I like to see after a couple of months what's happening in that. And one of the testimonies that I want to begin with is Dr. Dali's, okay? She heard about Beloved during the lockdown, even Divya's testimony, and they came in with serious financial trouble. Like they didn't have investors, they were looking at some sort of investors that didn't happen for years, they were praying about it. And she started hearing, now she's been a Christian, or she knows about the Lord for many years. But not necessarily, she knows about sonship and Today I'm going to explain you how there are two REMs, okay? And so she did not know what sonship really is, or maybe they were getting established in sonship. And so Beloved opened up in Dubai, I met them, we started, and all they started with, you know how the SLS start, right? SLS means sons leading sons, it's not pastor. It's everyone, they're just coming into one mind, we're sons of God. Lion will give birth to another. Lion, and so we're many lions, we're many sons gathering together. And so they were doing the iams. they're hearing about who they are in Christ, she's resting in it, and then at first nothing seems to be happening. We started it in October, what is first happening to a tree when the seed falls to the ground, does it have to be rooted in one place for some time? Yes, the seed can't go hopping, first the seed falls, now it stays still in one place so that the water can fall. Then what happens to the seed? The seed dies and through that come, shoots the branches and all of that. So what is happening first to the seed? The roots go in. Are the roots getting good? You can judge the fruit of the tree by the the root. So what does the Bible say? The roots are getting established. In what? In righteousness. So it took time. So it was in October and they were just, things were coming, things were, you know, not really happening. And most people think, oh, Sanchip, it should happen like, like this, like this. No, you're getting established in sonship. The roots are getting now established in righteousness consciousness. It takes time. But see, when the roots get established, when the fruits come, when the tree produces fruit, does it, prude, does it produce fruit, one fruit at a time? When harvest comes, Boom all fruits come. And so do you know that we saw fruits in everyone at the same time? In Divya's life, in Sunita's life, in Dali's life, in the husband's life, all at the same time. Because the roots were getting established. And so what happened was she was hearing that word, Sonship is now, she's getting established in Sonship, and then suddenly the investor came along. And the investor was always there, they just never saw him he was there the investor came along certain financial legal issues suddenly got resolved just they were cleared and they don't even know how it got resolved because you know it shouldn't be resolved and money appeared in the bank account that they don't even know from where it came from imagine money appearing in bank account and they don't know where it came from and certain liabilities and everything got cleared and they're like we are not understanding how these things are happening but it's the realm of righteousness Get excited. The same thing happened with Divya's husband. You know Divya, right? Divya, they come from a Hindu background. They heard about Christ. She came into the Lord. Then her husband came. He was in a Hindu background. He came to the Lord. And then this was during COVID. Started hearing about righteousness. I think there were some legal things. Suddenly got disentangled out of that. And today their business is so successful. They were telling me that they're among the top 10 or whatever in Dubai in their field. For whatever they do. And that God has blessed them so much. So well. I love to hear these testimonies. But it came through just getting rooted and resting in righteousness. Okay? And so that's why I say give grace to yourself. This is not, we are not living from miracle to miracle. We don't want that. We are living in God's heart for you is to be established in blessing. Do you know what blessing means? So that you can be a blessing to somebody else also. It's not like you just got some money. And now the problem got fixed. No, you are rich so that you can be a blessing to others. You have divine health, so you're not living from one hand to another hand, someone laying hands. Get healed and again you fall sick. No, divine health means you just stop falling sick. That is sonship. Okay, so I'm going to take one verse. Beloved is awake. Beloved is alive. Say my words. are spirit and they are life. Okay, so I've not taken this word there. Let's open to 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 3. Can can we have 2 Corinthians 3? 2 Corinthians 3, verse four onwards. Why are we taking all of these? What does the Bible say? You shall know the truth. And the truth sets you free, and you stay free also in the truth. Say, I know the truth, and the truth sets me free, and keeps me free. Okay, can we have 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18? Can we have the whole chapter there? 2 Corinthians 4. And we have such trust through Christ towards God. Now that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything. Okay. As being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. Who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. That means when God says... You are ministers of the new covenant slash ministers of the spirit. Spirit means new covenant. If it is not new covenant, it is not spirit. So when you say my words are spirit and they are life, what does it mean? My words are new covenant. And then you say I'm speaking and speaking, nothing is happening. Yeah, man, your words are letter. Letter will lead to Death, when God says ministry of the Spirit. Whose Spirit? The Holy Spirit. What is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? The law? The letter? What does the Bible say? The ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So what is he saying? We are ministers of the spirit, if you see. By the spirit I'm speaking. Ministry of the spirit means what? Church means what? Church started, who started church? Moses? Who started church? Jesus. The church of the firstborn. The the church of the spirit. That means church of the new covenant. If you're not speaking new covenant... It is not church. It is the house of Moses. It's the letter kills. Now you say my words are spirit. And they are life. Jesus said I have come to give you life and life in abundance. The letter gives you death and death in abundance. The letter is the law. Everything is going here? No. It'll all come alive, okay, even as I'm going ahead. Don't worry, the spirit will bring it alive, okay. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, what is it called? The ministry of? The letter is called the law of 10 commandments and all of that, that people want to put. But what is it called? The ministry of? Are you the ministry of death? Your ministry of life, slash spirit, slash new covenant. That means the second Adam. In Christ. Okay? You are understanding. But if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the spirit not be more glorious? What is the ministry of the spirit? New creation reality. Sonship. You are understanding. I know this sounds like what is Priya talking, but this will give you life and life in abundance. Okay, even as we're going forward. So see this, ministry of spirit, that means the church, ministry of spirit, not be more glorious. For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness. So I want to see how the Holy Spirit is putting all these words together. He's putting new covenant. He's putting slash spirit, slash righteousness so if you say church it is ministry of righteousness that leads to life I feel the what happened was what Martin Luther King did right with the bible he he squashed two books together two houses together house of Moses house of Jesus together you get born again they just give you the bible and then you're reading the old, the Torah. You can sit with a Jewish guy and if you are doing the same things as he, seeing the same way, there should be serious... It'll wake you up. Because we're not in the house of Moses. You're in the house of Jesus. You are understanding what I'm saying. We're going to talk about today how you receive righteousness in all things. How are, How is Divya reigning in life? They came before covid There were no riches. In a span of what, like three years, you become among the top elite in another country just by hearing righteousness, yes, because righteousness leads to life. Righteousness leads to prosperity. Poverty came from lack. Because of sin and death, poverty came in. But in Christ, the more you're coming under the ministry of righteousness, the ministry of the Spirit, The ministry of the new covenant. Yeah, we're in the house of Jesus, the second Adam. The fruit is riches. He didn't want to. He became rich. Just how? Doesn't know. But became rich. The fruits are the fruits of righteousness. You are understanding. You know, I have a testimony of... uh, Okay, I'll go ahead. First, I'll, I'll finish this and I'll talk about... Uh, A lovely testimony. For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament. Because the veil is taken away in Christ. What does that verse say? Veil vale remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament. But the veil is taken away in the old covenant is only a shadow, the Old Testament, of things to come. If you're in beloved, we always tell you, go get the TPT Bible. I like the TPT Bible. Whoever wrote the TPT Bible has a sense of the finished work of the cross. It's very good. Read it. It it tells you, uh, uh, you know, the preface also. Read that book. When you get born again, start reading Acts onwards. You can read John, the Gospel of John, but then go directly to Acts, Romans, Galatians. Feed Your mind in the house of Jesus, not in the house of Moses. Beloved is awake, alive. Now, instead of wrestling it with your head, just do what I'm saying. Because it is the truth. Did I not read the ministry of God? What is it called? Ministry of the Spirit slash righteousness slash new covenant. Yes? Okay, now see this. One second. But their minds were blinded, for for until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. There are two distinctions here. Moses and Christ. Okay? Now see this. Now the Lord is the... The Lord is... The Lord is Moses... The Lord is, slash, righteousness, slash, new covenant. Now see this. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, when you come into sonship, your eyes are unveiled. Okay? Now see this. It says here, now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Liberty came into their lives. That's what happened. Dali was praying for many years. I think for 30 years they've been. But not in the house of Jesus. Maybe in the house of Moses. And if you're hearing Moses, what is the fruit? The letter kills. The spirit gives life. You've never been under the ministry of Jesus. Because ministry of Jesus means ministry of righteousness. Means because righteousness leads to life. Ministry of Life slash Ministry New Covenant. All those who are not understanding what I'm saying, you will understand it. That seed will pop. Okay, now see this, one second. Nevertheless, okay, sorry. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the Lord. You know, when you're in the old, the fruit dies, it's fading away. You got healed, then you got sick again. Money comes, money goes. In the new, you live from glory to glory. That means ever increasing. From health to more health to more health. From glory to glory, it's not fading away. That's why Jesus says you will have fruit and your fruit will Remain, there is no death, you are understanding, you sons, beloved sons are in the realm of righteousness and righteousness leads to life, you can rest, all your children are in the realm of righteousness, your words are not letter, your words are spirit and they are life, that means we are representatives of a good father. That come home some. You don't need to give the ministry of hell to somebody. Just go and address the seat. There is a heavenly father who loves you. From the foundations of the world, you were with him. And he calls you his own. They will come in. That's the ministry of righteousness. It's called the ministry of reconciling everything back. Okay? Now let's take one more verse. Beloved is awake. Let's take... 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself, through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses, their wrongdoings, their sins to them, and has committed to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, Be reconciled to God, for he made him, that is Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in, in, in Christ. All the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Christ are amen. Now, Hebron talked about the blood last time, right? Did Adam... Okay, I want to ask you. Did Adam have a conscience? How can he have a conscience? Conscience came after the fall. That's why in the New, it says sprinkle your hearts from an evil conscience. Because every time you do something stupid, your conscience will kick in and condemn you. And that's the time you have to shake it off in the blood. Sprinkle your hearts from an evil conscience. The blood cleanses your evil conscience. And standing still that I'm in the righteousness of God, I'm in the second Adam. Those who receive, the Bible says, the abundance of grace. What is it? Romans 5, 17, those who receive abundance of grace, that means you have to receive it, and the gift of righteousness, those who receive it, will reign in life. So in every area, wherever you're struggling, wherever you're seeing death, it's all the Holy Spirit will tell you and convict you is of your righteousness. And then as you're receiving that righteousness, and we'll talk about how does it what does it mean to receive that righteousness? In that area, you will start reigning and seeing the fruits of being in the second Adam. So I'm gonna share about so I drew this up. Okay? This is the gospel. We don't even know, uh, need to need to go in. In anything, when I'm talking about whether believer, Hindu, Muslim, anything, I just address this. I just say first, Adam messed up. He sinned. And because of sin, death came into the world and we entered a rem. A rem, a rem. We're talking about two rems. And so that rem that Adam and the whole world lives in is already condemned. Condemned. And because sin is here, the trees are dying, the dog is dying, the, the seats that you sit on, everything is corroding. There is death. There's death in this realm. Why? It's because Adam's sinned, sin came in through the blood. All of mankind fell, including creation, and it is a death rem. So what did God do? And father's children went away, devil took them. We lived in a world calling bad things good programmed us to death. If All the knowledge that you have from Google, at this age this will happen, this age that will happen, programmed to death. The father to fix the disorder, Adam brought in disorder, sends the second Adam. The second Adam sheds his blood because everything is in the blood. And through that blood, Jesus is called the door. The door opens up to the second rim. And this realm, you're in the realm of righteousness back to your father. We're not an orphan anymore. You're not a slave. That's why what does the Bible say? A slave doesn't abide in the house forever. Yeah, because if you're not in Christ, you're outside the house. Jesus came and took you back home. When now you're inside the house, that's why you're a son. Because you're in the second realm. This rem is the rem, this is not the house of Moses. House of Moses is Adamic. Or you can call it karma, do good, get good, do bad, get bad. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is one rem. Everything that I'm speaking is going to pop in you. So don't think like what, I'm not, everything is going above, it's not. You have the spirit of understanding. There are two rems. The, the rem of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the rem of the tree of life. Adam, Adamic world, Adam sinned, death came in, lives in one rim. That's why there's sickness, that's why there's poverty, that's why there's broken relationships. Children are messed up, you labor for everything. It's a death rim. Jesus came, he's called the door. When you enter him, you go into another rim. If you are born again, born again means born again. You become a new creation. You're no longer in Adam. Adam is a slave. But you are a son and you now live in a house. This house is the realm of his blood. This realm is the realm of righteousness. It's a a habitation that you live in. And everything about you is in this realm. It's a realm of rest. Where you're back home with your father. And this is the door. That's why every door leads to somewhere. Have you had a door that doesn't lead anywhere? Beloved is awake. Every door leads somewhere. Jesus is called the door. Leading back into rest. Into a new species. Into the tree of life. That's why in all areas you have one fruit. Life and life in abundance, okay? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's why when we partook of that blood, when we partook of communion, what are we saying? The first blood messed us up, because every, every death, all of the death that we have is because of that blood, in your body or in the life or whatever. We are partaking, why does it have to be that you drink the blood? So that you know that you've become something new. You don't have to. If you have an understanding of what the blood is, you don't even have to do communion. But why does he say do this this in remembrance? What is it of taking it in? Because the first fall happened by eating. The second redemption and the waking up is also happening by eating. You take the blood, you take the body, waking up in the second Adam. So one can be born again born again, seated at the right hand of the father. Spirit is one, new creation. But if you're a soul man, if you never renewed, if you were taught Adam, if you went to a church, a church by definition I just told you, is called the ministry of righteousness slash spirit. When you say Holy Spirit, you better be speaking spirit. Which means righteousness. Otherwise it's not church, it's a house of Moses. So if you heard house of Moses, you'll be in You're born again but living like a slave and you do not see righteousness, life, life in abundance, what does it look like in relationships? What does life in abundance look like in finances? What does life in abundance look like in health? You will not see that. It's because you're living in the house of Moses. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Once you hear the truth, sons, Every cell in your being expects you to walk in it. I was in Coimbatore, I met a son there. Special son, and I believe he's watching right now. And um, he was part of a, uh, you know, most people think like, if I'm, I'm in this church only because I'm just going here for worship. I'm just going here. It doesn't work like that. If you came to know the finished work, if your feet take you somewhere else, you are still here. And you can say all you want. I believe in my heart. But see, there is no alignment with what you speak, what you do. What Jesus speaks, what he does, who he is, is all one. If you know the truth, then every cell in your being is looking up. Now we see it. But why are our feet going somewhere else? It's like a split personality. There's no order. It matters. If you know the truth, then you have to live by that truth, then everything aligns to that truth. That's when you'll see, otherwise things are not working is because you're not even applying it in small things. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free and keeps you free. So I met him, very special son. He heard about us in Ireland, someone in Ireland, one of his friends said, Hey, there's a church in India called Beloved, go and start hearing. And so I go to Coimbatore and I put it on the group, right? Like anyone in Coimbatore, you want to come and meet me? And so this guy messaged me. And so I'm thinking like this old guy is going to come and meet me. And this young kid comes, young fellow. And uh, he, you know, he's established in grace, righteousness. And um, he's been in Coimbatore and, you know, he's looking now for financial freedom and things to shift. I said, first thing, let there be alignment in what you speak, what you do. If you know the truth, the finished work, then please don't go and help the house of Moses. It matters even where your tithe goes. Once Val was sharing, someone invited him to a church, to a big church to minister. And then God told him, don't go and help build what I am trying to pull down. How can I give my money to a place that is preaching death? And death in abundance. Am I going to help and build it? So that more people will die? And see death in their lives? It matters where you tithe. You need to give everything. To a ministry that is preaching. Christ and not Moses. I am being very serious about these things. It matters where your feet go. If you know the truth I told you. Up until I didn't know the truth. I was fine. I was in different churches. The minute I came to know finished work. I preached one Sunday in the other churches, and I came to know that it had become a message, not the message, a sonship message. No, no, this is truth, I left it. And I was churchless for many years, but I was always prosperous. Because if I see it, if I know it, then I can't be part of something. There is is no alignment. What a son does, what he speaks, what he believes, everything is one, say I'm one. I'm single-minded. I'm a new creation, I'm in Christ, not in Moses, yeah, you're sure about that. Now you see alignment, now everything begins to flow. So what happened with Darley? do you think that God couldn't have blessed them years ago? God was tight, low on finances, in heaven? No, how come everything began to flow through alignment? Just tithing, I said, are you helping build something that God is trying to pull down? It matters where it goes. Disconnect with all the things that are not in line with the spirit, new covenant, slash righteousness. I don't want to be part of anything. We do not even in Beloved give money anywhere. Someone called me for some foundation, something to give help, build the churches in India. I said, no, someone called me from another church, famous Person. I said, no, I'm sorry, I'm only here to support Sonship, not Ministry of Condemnation. Yeah, we will only support that. We're not even about the many things, about the needs and all. There's a part of the body who's doing that. We are here for the word. Because the word will set that person free. I can give money, but that money is going to just perish. It is going to get over. But what will make someone rich? The word. And so we invest only in word. 99%. We don't give a lot to the poor and all that. There's a part of the body does that. We are not called for that. We are here in doing translations. And all. Because the word sets you free. Sunita so heard the word. She stepped out on the word in Dubai. She started a business. Today, she had a, has a trade license because she's doing very well. An idea came. She first came to know she's a son. Now, an idea came to her. So, she started doing it in small. Suddenly, that small started multiplying and growing in big and now she's becoming very, very prosperous. So can I give her some money, but what better place that she can be a blessing to others? These are real life stories, which I'm telling you. All, and this is a matter of one year, two years. Things are changing because we're pulling you out of the house of Moses into the house of, into church. Church means Jesus, church means slash righteousness, means spirit. My words are spirit, And they are life. Say, my words are spirit. And they are life. Okay? You are understanding. Okay, let's go to the... I'm just going to read one, two scriptures from this. Let's open up to my Word document. No, no, not this. My Word document. Beloved is awake. What does it mean to receive... Righteousness in your health. So those who have ailments in your body, say cancer, diabetes, the big ones. Don't address the big things. Start in the small things. You see your righteousness in the small things. So I always told you, for example, if you have a cold. Will you die with a cold? So start taking the cold down. How do you take the cold down? It's not in my nature. A cold, everyone says whether you take medicine or not medicine will last for one week. Or two weeks. Whatever that is. In the small, it's not in my nature to fall sick. It's not in your nature. All the I am's, it says I or I am going to be. I am. So everything about who you are, sonship, is not your becoming. It is a position of who you already are. That means it's in your nature. It's in your nature, sons, because if you are a son of God, put your hands up. How many sons of God here? If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are not a slave. If Christ is in you, the Holy Spirit is in you, you become the second Adam. A son of God. Now that son of God has the law of life in him. That means when I eat food, I'm not getting my supply from the food. The food is not making me healthy. Whether I take the vaccine or don't take the vaccine, it doesn't matter. So many people during vaccine time message me. Should I take? Should I not take? Taking means in Christ, not taking means. I said your life is not coming from the vaccine anyways. Your life is coming from the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. Jesus was getting his life from the food he eats. How can he? He is above the food he eats. He is giving life to the food he eats. His life, he says, I live because of the father who lives in me. Now we are in the second Adam. Second Adam's children. So our life also comes from the father who lives in you. What does Galatians 2.20 say? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer, but Christ lives in you. So where is Christ getting his life from? The father. So where are you getting your life from? Our biggest rest is that we are in the house. An orphan is outside the house. But a son lives in the house forever. Whom the son sets free is free indeed. I am in the house, I'm back with my father and now I'm in the realm of righteousness. I'm in the realm of his blood and everything is a rest. Even your children will be taught by the Lord. I remember ministering to my sister, I told you years ago, what does the word say? Me and my household shall be saved. I'm so happy to say that today. Me and my household shall be saved. One was out. And you know, when she was coming this time to India, I told you, I I told a couple of sons that her time has come. She's come because her father is calling her. And so I was, you know, I was distracted with many things. And then she kept coming to church without me inviting her. And she was standing there, standing here. And then uh, God had to really slap me and say, get your focus on, you know, what you're supposed to do. And I told you, she came and shared her testimony how God. Uh, Changed everything, but I remember years ago just speaking that word, just speaking that word. Now, what does the word say? It says that my words, your words, are spirit and they are life. They will do what they were sent out to do. They will not return to me void. Does it say their words? The ones who don't know Christ? Your words. So all the flaring up could have happened, but what happened at the end? My words are spirit and they are life. They will do what they are supposed to do. And that lost son has come home into the kingdom. Now, is it a promise in the new that you and your household will be? Yes. Yes. So rest is not uh, inactivity. You just keep praying, 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 but you never open your mouth. Nothing will change. Rest is activity directed by the Holy Spirit. That means there's a time you speak, then the farmer goes to sleep. That seed is working. But you have to speak in finances, really. I would say for people who believe in Christ, just don't think you're you're a son, then you do everything normally. Because, and I know he might be watching it on um, this person that I met down south. I said, so what are you doing? I said, is your profile up on LinkedIn? No. I said, how will people find you? Just be very normal. If you didn't know the Lord, what would you do? I would put it up on LinkedIn, I'd go every day, I'll go on the websites, I'll go maybe to the people that I want, to those companies on their their websites and see, do all of those things. I feel in this area, they have, I was telling someone dyslexia, ulta. They think rest means don't do anything, it'll come, no. You have to be very active, rest, Jesus was rest and he was very busy. Absolutely busy, going here, going there, doing everything. Think normal and everything will come. Normal. Because in righteousness, righteousness is a busy person. Righteousness is also a life giver. That means you're going with the intention to give life, not what you can do for me. Imagine Jesus' attitude, what can you do for me? I'm son. That is sonship in the flesh. The son came to serve, not to be served. Your idea for a son in all areas, your intention should be, I'm here to give you my best. Because no one can give. Not Adam, only a son can give you the quality of work that I will give you. That means it should be the best in your workplace. Everyone should see that she's too good or he's too good. That's what Joseph did. Joseph, Potiphar on the outside, Joseph's life. You know Joseph's story for the newcomers who don't know Joseph. Joseph was a slave, sold, his brothers threw him out because he had all these dreams that he's going to rule one day. And so the brothers tried everything not to make those dreams come true. But Joseph said, all whatever you plan for evil, God planned it for good. And so one day he's working in Potiphar's house. He's sold as a slave. Potiphar buys him. He's working in his house and Potiphar makes him in charge of maybe some cows, some sheep. Some. So he sees that all these sheep are fat sheep with great wool, maybe. All the cows are giving a lot of milk. And so this Potiphar, layman, does not know God also. He just knows that whatever is under this kid's hand, everything is prosperous. So he knew that God was with him. That's how it is for sons. People will look and know that God is with you. Sonship is not Adam trying to restore back to Adam. All the teachings, you know, Neville, Gerard and there is like this new thing or so-called sonship. It's not sonship. It is going back, trying to get back before Adam. But we don't even need to be before Adam. Sonship, you are in the son, in Christ. We are not comparing with Adam at all. You are a new creation, in Christ. Yes? See this. So, let's read some. Okay? For the life of the flesh is in the blood. The blood has a voice in Genesis 4:9. Where is Abel, your brother, when Cain kills Abel? He says... The voice of your brother, the voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. The blood has a voice. You're in the realm of his blood. Okay, go up. I love this. Revelation 7. After these things, I looked and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, people, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped god saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might to be be to our god forever and ever amen then one of the elders answered, saying to me, who are these arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? Go ahead, lift it up. And I said to them, sir, you know. So he said to me, these are the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamp. If you wash your clothes in red, should they become yellow? If, if you wash something in red, in blood. What color should it be? But it's saying here, their robes, they washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple, and He who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You know, the Bible says the children of the righteous or righteous will never grow hungry or never thirst. The righteous will lend to many And not borrow. All the blessings are upon the head of the righteous. Righteousness. So that's why you struggle and you're like, Priya, but I know the Lord. But how come I'm still borrowing? I'm not able to lend. Or I'm still sick. And I'm not seeing. Is because you're waking up to righteousness consciousness. And what does righteousness consciousness mean? Simply that you have a father who loves you, your relationship is no more do good, get good, do bad, get bad. You receive all things because of what Jesus has done. When your conscience condemns you, that's when you sprinkle your heart from an evil conscience and say, I will receive this and I will have divine health in my body because of Christ. That's it. It's not in your nature. I was talking about when the cold comes, just start taking the new truths. The, the, the body, your Adamic body or things around you come like with Adam and tells you, hey, you still have that rash or you still have the headache. And that's the time you say, no, I'm going to receive. You're receiving the righteousness and saying, no, it's not in my nature. The headache is still there. No, it's not in my nature to fall sick. Now you believe this truth, you rest in this truth. That's why resting is not like just believing anything. Resting really is knowing that you're here, it's a rest, this is who you are. That means if you didn't believe it, it's like you're Indian but believing you're Caucasian. It's literally like that. No, you believe something because it is the truth. You don't let it mess with you. That means you don't let your circumstances tell you and decide whether you're Indian or you're Caucasian. You're Indian because you were born Indian. The minute you came, you received Christ, you became a new creation. You have the law of life in you. Now you go to sleep. That law of life will work and repel all manner of death in your body. You start now, you, that, that truth is resting in you. And it starts becoming alive in you. So when you get that cold, oh, I have the law of life. It's just, there's no room for death in me. All of this is just, is just going to, it's, it's going to expel this out. The headache is still there. No, it's still not in my nature. I still have, it's still the law of life in me. And then what happens? The headache will disappear. Now by the same, you receive the righteousness. That means you receive the newness in you. The same way you will take the cancer down. Because truth sets you free. Truth sets you free. So before Goliath could come down, what did David do? He took the lion and the bear. So then Goliath automatically fell down. In fact, Goliath will not come also. When you learn to take the small things down. That's why in small things, once you know the truth, start receiving that truth in all things. It could be like I said, like, just like with church, where you're going, what you're doing. I said, Are, first apply your sonship in this area. Forget the job not being here. First apply in this and then you'll see how you, you, you were very one and clear about this and how the job also came. Because it works like that. Because truth sets us free. The Bible says, in your light, we see light. Sons, you are in the realm of righteousness. You are in the realm of his blood. You are born a new creation. You have the law of life in you. It's not in your nature to have death. It's not in your nature to have your court cases stuck up in death. They will start getting freed. Is because you're in the realm of life. You're in the second Adam. You are fathered. That means you will work less and have more. It is the fruit of being in that realm. Now you don't have to do something and convince yourself every day that I am here. No, you are there. If you, have, if you believe in Christ, the work is finished. You became a son of God and now that's your habitation. You are in the realm of righteousness you're back home with your father okay now see this let's just read a few more go up you can read a lot of these uh, i've just taken all the scriptures by the blood and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the unto the death they overcame him by the by the how do you overcome any any situation, let's take uh, Malaika, I'll take her example. Her kids came in, she came in, I told you first, Malaika is getting established in righteousness, right? She's been here for the longest time. I can see by the fruits. It takes time, I told you righteousness takes time. It's not like one, oh, tomorrow you come and now things have to be fixed. No, it's an outworking for yourself. So, saw a lot of things, kids are here and there, everything, and she was telling me many things. So the kids started working at my store and you know, so Malaika would do and then her, her daughter would come and do. And uh, so one of the things was the, the children were smoking or maybe the parents don't want. First of all, smoking, drinking, all of these are not, you, they, you're in one realm and then you're in the second realm through the blood of Christ. Not by the things you do or don't do. You can smoke, and you're still the righteousness of God smoking. You're watching porn, you're still the righteousness of God watching porn. Now, I will show you how those things leave. It's not in your nature. Your nature changed. So I had this girl come, she's smoking, and she said, don't tell mom. I said, okay. She's not hearing this. So I said, I'll tell you a truth. I said, you can smoke all you want. You're still the righteousness of God in Christ. She said, what? I said, yeah. That's the truth. Because you, you're not in one rem and another rem because of your smoking. You're in the rem because of the blood of Christ. That is the absolute truth. So I said, now I'll tell you another truth. I said, it's not in your nature. From a fly, you became a butterfly. So butterflies sit on pollen. So she said, no, I'm doing this, I enjoy it. I said, no, nah, I don't think so. I said, you can smoke here and there, but it'll not make you a slave because you're not a slave anymore. You're a son. If anything makes you a slave, it's not of God. Like in his nature, you're a king. You'll rule over all things. So I said, you can smoke, but you're still the righteous and of God smoking. So she said, okay. So she's going on smoking and then she calls me, I'm still smoking. I said, yeah, I know. I said, you, you don't like it actually, but you can smoke. Now, Malika come up. Hear it from the, the king's mouth. So, she told me one day, Malai, her daughter, pray have to tell you one thing. You are right that I don't enjoy it anymore. I said, okay. I said, I told you, you're not trying to fight it. It's not in your nature. You want to watch porn, watch porn. And then you realize it's not in your nature. I'll explain this more, but this is the truth. Malika, please come up. This is the mother who was worried about her daughter, I said, please release the daughter into the hands because your children are in this realm also. Great shall be their peace. That's what righteousness, the children of righteousness is, their blessing.
1: Hi, beloved, good morning. Um, Yeah, so um, I've got two daughters and um, both of them smoked. I mean, they were vaping actually. And um, I got to know and I said, I'm not going to stop them because if I stop them, they're anyway going to do it behind my back. You know, and one is in Singapore, one is in London, so they don't stay with me, and I can't do anything in my own strength. And when I came to righteousness, and Priya kept telling her like, okay, you know, you're the righteousness of God, and I also kept telling her. So we were in Jakarta um, just a month ago, and I was traveling back from Jakarta to Mumbai, And I happened to leave earlier than she did. So when I was entering uh, my car to go to the airport, she came up to me, she said, Mom, wait, I have to give you something. I said, okay. And she took out a wave, she's like, I'm never gonna do this again. Yeah. And uh, that was not it. Um, She called me up the other day, she's like, "Uh, guess who's been praying? I said, who? She said, I've been praying. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the thing. And both of them have been praying and they've been listening to your sermons. And yeah, so that's
0: it. Excuse me, I gave no condemnation because in the second Adam, there is no condemnation, is because he is not having a relationship with you through your smoking, through your pornography, through your anything in the flesh. This is the truth. You get offended, you get offended by the truth. He is having a relationship with you through Christ's blood. And the way you stay free through Christ's blood, this kid who doesn't want to pray. Doesn't want to do anything. Mom sits on my head. I said, you can vape all you want. It's not in your nature to be a slave. You're a son. What did I tell? Go by what she's doing in the flesh. When the symptoms come in your flesh, what do you do? I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. When you see sick symptoms. When you see things in the flesh. When someone is not doing, what do you do? Or what you're doing is wrong? No. You are a son, it's not in your nature. After some time you'll come and tell me you don't want to. This is the want to, I'm after the want to, not the have to. You don't come to church because you want to or have to. Please don't come then. You come because you want to. This whole teaching of you don't need church, I don't understand that. You can say I'm a life-giving spirit all you want, but your feet sit behind zoom plonked in one chair. BS, you are life-giving spirits. If you are a life-giving spirit, you will want to and give life because it's in your nature. And then everything begins to come in order. Yeah, because what you say, what you do and what you are is all one. This girl has changed. The other girl also has changed, the kids. And now Malaika is seeing the inheritance of righteousness where all her, her children are blessed and taught by the Lord, not her. Release your parentship and submit to sonship. That means give it to the Lord. True, Jesus never condemned anyone. He said to everybody around him, you judge in the flesh. I do not judge anyone in the flesh. So if someone is sitting in front of me, if you have Christ, I don't care what you are doing, what you are seeing, what you are doing. You are the righteousness of God and Christ sitting in front of me. And now you can do all the things, but I need to tell you, your DNA changed. Because all the sin was in the blood. The blood has only changed. So I don't need to tell you to do. I need to tell you who. The being. And so the being doesn't align with the doing sometimes. That's fine. You're still the being. And then one day, oh, you're right, the being has changed. It's a defiled conscience. Once Rishi put up a story on... Uh, Instagram, and he had a Starbucks cup and the Bible. So some legalistic person from another church said, this is the... some demon something something. So Rishi messages sends with me the snapshot. I said, she has a defiled conscience. Defiled conscience means what? Weak conscience. Doesn't know that is by the blood. So you see sin in everything. You judge sin in everything. For me, I was an art student. So we even had nudes. We had to paint. So it doesn't mess with me, even if I see some naked things. But to somebody else, it might. What about doctors? They're seeing naked bodies every day. They stop doing doctorship. It's your conscience. When I was in Paris, I had to have have wine every day because water is expensive. So by your own conscience, you will judge and unjudge somebody to the extent you know you're free. The blood has set us free. And we are in Christ, his spirit has come and everything about sonship is inside out. It's not your smoking, you're drinking, you're doing anything. You're standing in God. It's through the blood. And if you have received Christ, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. That means you are right with God. The more you know this, you'll start seeing divine health in your body. It's because everything, health, everything is related to consciousness of condemnation. Condemnation kills. The spirit gives life. But we just transformed some kids here. A lot of the kids come to Beloved freely, they don't have to, they want to. So I'm always after the want to, please don't do anything if you have to, please stay at home. The wanting, you want to. I want to. Yes, you are free. So let the children come. You know when you first give somebody money, 3,000, I don't know if you've seen this movie, Beverly's Million? Maybe I get the name wrong. This was a guy who won some 30 million dollars. It's a movie about this guy who has to spend 30 million dollars in 30 days. And if he spends 30 million dollars in 30 million days, he gets some 3 billion, something like that. So this guy's on the verge, but see, everyone thought like, first when he gets the money, he'll just go berserk. But his grandpa knew that if he gives him money, he might go berserk, but he'll become very responsible. I like that dialogue in Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. See, I go by God's way. With grace, it's not license. On the outside, it looks. Oh man, your DNA changed. So I have, I can all, Paul says I can do all things. I choose not to. It's not in my nature. You give the truth, you reinforce that you're a butterfly, not a fly. And if you do something stupid, you're not becoming a fly again. No, you're still a butterfly doing stupid things. You've just forgotten you're a butterfly. You think you're a fly because people told you you're a fly. No, you're still a butterfly. And butterflies, by their nature, they want to sit on pollen. They don't want to sit on poop. And so you reinforce who they are. You speak the truth because the truth sets you free. And what is truth? When Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the spirit. Spirit means life slash new covenant slash righteousness. The ministry of righteousness. So church without righteousness, not church only. Please don't call it church. It's another house. It's the house of Moses. It's a synagogue with a cross. That is the truth. And it will not produce life. Say I'm single minded about who I am. I'm in the second Adam. I'm in Christ. I have the law of life in me. Sickness has no room in me. Death has no room in me. You will not see death in any area of your life. If you have court cases, you're going to start seeing them cleared off. It's because you're in the realm of righteousness. If you have money, things, it's all going to get disentangled. It's because you're back home with your father, you're in the realm of righteousness. All of these things, order is coming back into your lives. Because you're in the realm of righteousness, you're in the second Adam. The blood, the first blood brought him disorder. The second blood, Christ's blood, is here to bring in order in your life. So your parents had it, they had it, you will not have it. You're in the second blood. Blood blood transfusion has happened. Everything has changed. Yes? Quickly go up. Beloved is awake. finances. I spoke on finances. I spoke on sickness. Go up. Having disarmed principalities powers, you're back home with your father now. Go up. You can read all this. I put many scriptures up. We don't, we don't need so many scriptures. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an... So Adam got a conscience after the fall. That's why the conscience is there to kick you in and always condemn you. That's the time you need your heart condemned, uh, uh, sprinkled from an evil conscience. From And because it says when the conscience is not evil, you're free, you can receive boldly from the Father. A condemned heart can't receive. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So what was I supposed to do with this girl? There is no condemnation in Christ. Is she in Christ? Am I supposed to condemn her? What does he tell me to do? There is no condemnation in Christ who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So I just need to quietly tell her what God told me to You're still the righteousness of God. You can still do, but still the righteousness. Because not what you're doing. What? But all my life I've been told by these, these, these people. I said, yeah, but they were all wrong. That's not the truth. That's the house of Moses. That's the letter kills, so you were doing it more. Imagine, how come the desire went? Because she's become a son. Sun is not outside in. Sonship is inside out where they want to. They will want to come. They will want to be because everything in you, you came from the Father. Now you're back with the Father. The Holy Spirit has come and is dwelling in you. Everything about you is changing inside out. Nothing is outside in. It takes time, but the fruit is eternal. Yes, and that's what we are. You're getting healed every day. Every day you're walking in more and more divine health. Because righteousness, the spirit of righteousness is in you. Beloved is understanding. We're not scripture oriented. Scripture, scripture. No, no. We are understanding. We are meditating on what it means. Yes? Okay, so I'm going to close here. Anything else go up? You can read all that. Okay? Uh, okay, so I want you to see any area of your life that you're struggling with. children, they're in the rem of the blood, you're in the second Adam. Okay, you're a new creation, you're in the rem of life. Bad relationships, you're not going to have any bad relationships anymore. You had many bad relationships before, it didn't work out, No, now, it's, it, now it is. Because you're in the rem, you're in the second Adam. The rem of his blood, okay, where there is order. The first blood, disorder, that's why the doctors check it, because there's all disorder. The second blood brings in order in your lives. Court cases messed up. They messed up for others. No, but now you will start seeing life in them and things getting sorted out through the spirit of wisdom. Okay? Even in finances, through the spirit of wisdom, you're just going to get more and more life. But start hearing. It's righteousness leads to life. So you could hear, I told you, a message on finances of righteousness I'm talking about and you could get healed. Because when light comes, light just comes everywhere. It's not, it has to be in this area. No, it just comes all together. Okay? In, In children, in in your health, in any other area that you want. You're learning to rest in all things. You're in the second Adam. The law of life is in you. Start praying in tongues, the ministry of the Spirit. Okay, you're praying in tongues. What is it doing? It's waking you up to the second Adam. The first Adam messed up, fall came in. Second Adam sent to bring everything back in order. That's the cross. So you're in a REM. The door opens up to another REM. Now we're in another REM. Everything that we're talking is not becoming, it is who you are. So you can rest. I go to sleep every day not trying to convince myself I have the law of life. No, no. I go to sleep, I don't have to convince, even if I didn't believe it, it is true. That's what sonship is. Jesus is not waking up every day and saying, I'm a son, I'm a son. Then he goes to sleep. I'm a son, I'm a son. No. You are. It is your being. That means it's not in my nature. Nature is not you're trying to work itself out. Like a lion will grow hair, I told you, right? And a mane and all of that and he will roar. is because it is who he is. You became a new creation. Everything we're talking about is your being. Now to wrestle with your mind because some people think I have, to, I have to believe it, then I become. No. Everything that I'm telling you is who you already are by birth. You were born it. So you can go home to sleep and you have some thoughts messing in your head. Please ignore those thoughts. Those thoughts are not yours. The thoughts that tell you you have to become and you're not believing correctly and because you're not believing correctly, this things is happening. Ignore those thoughts. Pull them down because the thoughts and your believing is not making you who you are. Everything that we are speaking, the cross did it. The blood did it. If you receive Christ, you have become this And your fruit, fruit, the outworking of this is holiness, righteousness, all of these things that I'm saying. It's in your nature. It's in your nature to have his health in you. It's in your nature to be rich. You can't be poor. If you are in Christ, you can't be poor. Because poverty came because of sin. But Jesus has paid the wages of sin. So righteousness leads to life. If you have a problem with money, give me all your money. I will spend it very well, really, okay? We, we are not here to preach death in any way. Life and life in abundance. You're going to have glorious marriages, marriages where water turns into wine. It's because you're in the second Adam. And you look at your husband and wife and like, no, no, how? It's, it's a supernatural thing. It'll be from inside out that the Holy Spirit starts working. Because the love of God has been shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. It's going to be supernatural. It's in another realm. You're going to see that. I really believe that. Okay? So let's get up. Let's take a tithe. So I want you to see right now any area that in your life, whatever. And it looks like some shadows of death. Every tree has a shadow. But you're in the tree of life. You're in the second Adam. And I just want you to see the blood that has made you whole Father we just thank you can we have someone on the keyboard close your eyes right now don't get distracted just say I'm in you Christ Jesus you live in me you're giving life right now to this physical body of mine you're repelling all manner of death out of me all type of death out of out of any area of my life because I'm in you I just see this life, the power of the blood right now just going into your finances I see it going into your marriages I see it going into your health bringing in order, relationships just say my words are spirit and they are life, they will do what they were sent out to do I live in your created reality for me. It's a finished work. Sherahadariyara Rara Papa Kurohodorapa Steri Yara Rara Raba. Shara Hadariya Rara Papa. Kuror Papa Sheri Yararapa. Steriya Rara Baba Sheri Yaraba. Just say, Father, I'm in the new. Yes, I'm in the new. The old has gone. The new has come. I am in the new my whole life is ordained by you. There is no death in my life. Let's just give a tithe right now. A tithe, a spiritual tithe. A spiritual tithe is a thanksgiving of everything that you heard, all the life that came to your soul. You're just giving a tithe of it to Jesus, who is your high priest. So just say, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I thank you for all the increase, for all the life, for all the understanding you brought to me. And I just worship you with it. Just worship. Thank you for what you heard. Yeah, the father says, whom the son sets free is free indeed I see you free I see you whole you have been bought by my blood you are righteous you are guiltless you are blameless you are holy I do not see you in your flesh I see you in spirit my beloved just like me everything about you is just like me I'm in you you are mine. You hear my words. My words are rooted in you. I cause you to walk in my ways, in who I am, because it's in your nature. Shori ararapa bakarahatu lororopa. Ropa. ararapa baba sheri ararapa. Kirahatu lororopa baba sheri ararapa. Sli ararapa sheri ararapa. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for what you're doing right now. I thank you for the victory, for victory, for victory in all of their, in all of the areas, anywhere there's death. Holy Spirit, I thank you. It's your truth that sets us free. I thank you for truth uprooting all of those lies, destroying those strongholds right now through your blood. I speak victory and life in every area right now. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.